Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello everyone, Poker and Politics here. Uh, today I wanted to talk about how QAnon really doesn't understand art. I think when they hear the term art, they think of Bob Ross painting landscapes of happy little trees and beautiful photographs and maybe YouTube videos of children and small animals and that kind of stuff. Just things that make you smile. Stuff that's life-affirming, cheerful, happy, fun. They think of art in a very uh, sterile way, in the sense that it can only evoke positive emotions. It can, it does, it's not something that will actually make you think or challenge you or anything like that. And as a result, they really don't understand things that do challenge people, that do make you actually sit up and take notice and make you think about what's going on, try to understand it. What they think of as Podesta art is actually a bunch of different artists who have like all kinds of really crazy worldviews and crazy beliefs about what art is and what it looks like. And they're into crazy like human-animal hybrid stuff and... One woman had dealt with uh, sexual abuse, and her art is an expression of that and how she deals with those emotions and her feelings. And all of it is like very obviously very, very meaningful and very important to the artists. And I can't say why the Podestas like these things. I mean, who knows? But this is the thing. Art's subjective. Art is always subjective, and it is not something that is obvious. You liking a piece of art does not make you a criminal. You not liking a piece of art does not make you a criminal. It's really that simple. There's no window into your soul that tells us that you're a bad person because you like something that someone else might find weird or offensive or 
revolting. And it's this level of art, art that challenges, art that confronts people, art that works on a level of being shocking and controversial that QAnon has no use for. They don't understand it, they don't grasp it, and they just think it's bad. And they think that if you engage in such art, you are a bad person. And if you buy that art, you're a bad person. Because they don't want to be challenged. They don't want to have to think about things. Their understanding of like art that challenges you is like The Walking Dead in Game of Thrones, where they kill characters I like. Why would they kill a character I liked? That's so mean. Boo them for killing the characters I liked. But that's the thing, is like even that, even mainstream television does stuff that challenges you and it's just sort of like, hey, you like these characters? Boom, they're dead. What does that say about the society these characters lived in? What does it say about the character themselves and how they got killed? Could they have prevented it? Were they a moron? Did they make a mistake? Did they trust the wrong person? Like, even that, even mainstream pop television is can be challenging at some level. It can present to you things that are not just a 42 minutes plus commercials procedural where uh, Agent Gibbs talks to his agents, they look at some screens, then he goes down and talks to the goth assistant, then he goes and talks to the British doctor, then they interview a few suspects, then they make a few more calls to some other regulars, then the goth assistant has, an, has a hot tip on something that she analyzed in the forensics lab, and bada bing, bada boom, the suspect is caught, the world is saved, life goes on, and we're done. I mean, you can actually have stuff that's a little got a little more meat on the bone than that. And people can tolerate it. But again, it's very linear for QAnon. It's very binary. It's either good, happy art or bad, offensive art. Marilyn Manson is a Satanist. And the fact that, that he uses this, the fact that he knew exactly what he was doing and he was playing these people for suckers... It just goes to show you how completely oblivious they are to what's happening. That they don't get that they're being used by the shock rocker. That they're being used by the person peddling the offensive content. Because their outrage is what gets them attention. Their outrage is what gets the shock rocker press. It's what makes them more known to the public. It increases their visibility. And if uh, no one ever cared, I think that would have, like, in a way, offended Marilyn Manson because that was his that was his job, that was his game, and that's a lot of these. I mean, a lot of these people do stuff to be provocative, and they do stuff to have an edge to them, like Lady Gaga wearing the meat dress and being carried onto a stage in an egg, all this stuff. It's just attention-getting. It's just crazy. It's just wild. Like Miley Cyrus, when she was in her crazy, rebellious uh, sex pot phase and was twerking on the stage of Justin Bieber and making all the conservatives faint and pass out and scream, Oh, my beloved Hannah Montana, what has become of her? Oh, the Satanists have gotten a hold of poor Miley Cyrus. Or it was just 
marketing. It was just uh, her and her team saying, look, we got to get past the Hannah Montana thing. I'm a young woman now. I need to kind of be about sex appeal and being a young adult, being a real person. And I just can't be my Disney persona anymore. So I'm going to go out on this path. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be a different like version of Miley Cyrus. And again, these people don't understand that the controversy is intentional. They don't understand that getting people upset and offended is the goal. And there may even be a bigger message. There may even be a like point to it beyond just trying to make a few bucks, trying to get some controversy and attention. When Q was having a stroke about that uh, human farm Facebook page where they would have like barcodes on babies' foreheads and they'd have all the pictures of like the prop departments of different movies of skinned humans on meat hooks and stuff like that. Those people were doing that because it was controversial and it was offensive and they were doing it because they think that eating meat is offensive and terrible and they're trying to show to the meat-eating public of America how bad eating meat is. And they're like, well, how can we try to offend you into not eating meat? Well, we're going to show you some skinned human beings and tell you we're going to chop them up and serve them to you. Or we're going to tell you that we're cooking up babies, like, like the way calves are used in veal pens. We're going to try to offend your sensibilities to prove our point that meat is bad. And that's that's what these edgelord vegans were trying to do. And Q, because he's a moron, doesn't see the satire, doesn't see the parody, doesn't understand the artistic license that's being taken here by these people, and he gets all offended. By the same token, the Cannibal Club uh, website, it is obviously... A silly satire. It's obviously done in this very tongue-in-cheek, very, oh, the decadent elite eating the forbidden flesh because we are the hoity-toity, we are the bourgeoisie, we are the 1%, and we can do whatever we want. We can indulge in whatever perversions we enjoy. And if it means that we want to eat human beings, we can do that. That might be a little much for uh, a decades-old uh, Geosites website, but yeah, there might have been some message to it, or it could have just been some weirdo who was just like, I'm going to make a website about it, people who eat people and pretend that it's real. And this kind of thing, again, Q and QAnon just can't understand it. They can't wrap their heads around it. They just look at it and they're like, oh, this is this is mean and offensive. They're talking about eating people. They obviously really do eat people. I mean, it's just cannibalism. Because the people we hate are cannibals. And that's... It, it, they're so dumb. They're so powerfully dumb that they can't understand things on any level other than literal. There's no sarcasm in their world. There's no outrage for the sake of outrage. If you say something, you just mean it. It's just the truth. And this really hit me. The reason why I'm doing this podcast was I looked up 
the whole Joan Rivers calling Obama gay and Michelle Obama trans, I wanted to see what the context of that was. I wanted to try to get some understanding of why she said what she said. And it turns out the reason why she said it was because someone in the paparazzi that was photographing her it was one of those like, kind of like TMZ style things where they have someone that, to like, yell out questions to a person or whatever. But she's walking and someone says to her, will we have a gay president? Or like, w- one day will there be a gay president? And her immediate response was, oh, we already have one. Obama's gay. It's no big deal, whatever. And then as she's... Like, escaping the uh, public and entering the building that she's walking to, she then lets everyone know, oh yeah, by the way, Michelle's a man too. And Joan Rivers is an insult comic. Joan Rivers works this way where she says things that are shocking and controversial and offensive because she's basically just kind of like just punching you in the nose and getting a reaction out of you. And she wants to see what your reaction is. And she's going to play off of that. Insult comedy is kind of a thing that's been around for forever. And now the other thing about this is, why was she asked the question, will we have a gay president? I mean, that's not that controversial or weird a question, but why would Joan Rivers, of all people, be asked it? And the reason for that was is that Joan Rivers had been approached by fans of her to officiate a gay wedding spur of the moment. And they were just sort of like, Joan, this would mean the world to us. Uh, We know this very likely you'll do it, but uh, if you could, that'd be wonderful. And she said yes. And apparently she is ordained in the state of New York to do such things. So she married them. She married these two guys spur of the moment thing and I'm sure that was like really made their wedding day for them that they managed to pull off this coup and get Joan Rivers to marry them so you have Joan Rivers who is obviously a terrible evil member of the cabal because she literally officiated a gay wedding which makes baby Jesus cry and is bad and awful and if you think that Q themselves is uh, not a homophobic bigot, uh, he ha- there's a Q drop out there where it's a picture of uh, Barack Obama and his college roommate sitting on a couch together. And the caption that the person used, and Q just uses the caption, is the faggots are holding hands. So, uh, yeah. If you want to tell me that Q and QAnon are all about uh, love and brotherhood and being together and blah, blah, blah. Well, not so much because Q's totally cool with just posting uh, Q drops where he's just like, by the way, uh, anti-gay slur. Boom. Got it. No problem. Right as rain, bro. Oh, yeah. By the way, Democrats, totally real racists. They're absolutely the real racists. Blah, blah, blah. I'm just going to pay lip service to all this other stuff while not for a moment standing up to correct a fellow Anon's bigotry, no, I will actually endorse it by putting it into Q-Drop. So, uh, yeah, if you ever hear Q or QAnon talk big about that shit, uh, then go fuck themselves. I will uh, dig up the number of that Q-Drop in a little while, probably post it as a postscript on my uh, Twitter feed after this podcast, because I 
only remember that thing right about now. And then, of course, the other thing about this is um, then Joan Rivers dies. And that's a big part of this. Is like, ooh, the conspiracy. They killed Joan Rivers for speaking the truth. And the thing about that is, is that she was, she died. She went in for a, a very, basically a minor surgery. But when you're as old as uh, she is, um, old people don't do great in surgery sometimes. And by all accounts, the doctor screwed the, the surgery up and they killed Joan. And this is the thing, is that this is publicly known. We know who the doctor was. We know who did the operation. We know what the operation was supposed to be. Bah, bah, bah. The doctor paid the family a settlement because that's what happens in America when you commit malpractice and injure or kill somebody. And that was that. And if this was a murder, if this guy killed Joan Rivers for daring to uh, speak the sacred truth about Obama and Michelle Obama... Well, uh, Trump's been in office almost four years now. He could cuff and stuff this guy anytime he wanted to. I mean, again, I don't understand why uh, they don't do these things. Why they don't actually just, you know, catch the bad guys and arrest them and try them and convict them. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. when Q and QAnon know it's true. Oh yeah, by the way, the Q drop is Q drop 1509 and on uh, QMap.pub where again, the uh, people, the people who follow QAnon, sometimes they get mad at the guy on QAnon.pub because he puts, he posts uh, titles over the tops of the Q drops and those titles, as some people will tell me, are not Q's actual words. They will uh, immediately be like, hey, Q didn't really say that. That was just the guy that runs QMap.pub. He was just uh, given a little title there. His The title of the Q drop on QMap.pub is Obama holding hands with gay lover Soha Sukwili. I'm terrible with names, so that's really bad. And uh, again... It's a picture of Obama and Soha on and Sohail on the couch. Then they do a tight end shot, which is supposed to show their hands are being held, and then a shot of uh, Soha by himself. 
then Q says, have you ident other persons? Search Hussein administration, no facial hair, obtain name, cross, FBI, set clearance, no, Y, origin, Q. And I'm, again, positive this is not true. Because Q lies about everything. But that's the nature of QAnon. It's what you come to expect when you deal with these people. That they are bigots, that they are liars, that they are disingenuous. That they argue exclusively in bad faith. And that uh, reality has no impact on them. I just love watching all these Jeff Sessions tweets where he's screaming and yelling. He's howling at the moon. If you don't think Jeff Sessions wants to be senator from Alabama, you are out of your mind. But QAnon is going to talk themselves into it. When Tommy Tuberville beats Sessions and Sessions is furious, they're not going to care. They're just going to laugh about it. They are just going to smile and laugh and stick their fingers in their ears and sing la 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 and promise themselves that Jeff Sessions and Donald Trump are still the best friends on God's green earth. Because that's what Q told us, and Q is more important than reality. And that's the thing, is that you look at Joan Rivers, and you look at what she's done her whole life, and there's no way this wasn't a joke. But again, they already have a narrative baked in for what they believe and what they think. And once they have established that, Nothing will change the narrative. Nothing can break the narrative. Jeff Sessions could punch Donald Trump in the head and people would say that it was fake. Jeff Sessions could lead a massive voter registration campaign in Alabama that turns Alabama blue and re-elects Doug Jones and gets Joe Biden re-elected president. And on election night, Jeff Sessions could weep into Joe Biden's arms and, be, and say that I'm so thankful that I helped save America from Trump and got you elected, sir. And they would not believe it. They would not accept it. Joe Biden could nominate Jeff Sessions to be his vice president and they would not believe that Sessions was actually working against Trump. This is, this is the narrative. This is the delusion. This is kayfabe. This is their world. They only accept things as they want to accept them. They don't ever want to think. They don't ever want to be challenged. Oh, they're always doing decodes. They're always working on stuff. That's hanging out in fantasy land. That's hanging out in the shadow world. That's hanging out in lollipop world. That's being a part of the munchkin kids. It has nothing to do with the real world. It has nothing to do with facts and evidence and reality. I know this because every single day I see them talking about things in reality and I engage these people on those things and they refuse to uh, follow through. And if they do follow through, they follow through with talking points that I've heard a million times before so they have no actual independent thought. They're just parroting, they're just parroting the line that's been given to them by others. I have begged anyone from QAnon to debate me about the Kennedy assassination because that is a land of facts and evidence and reality. And again, I could make a case for conspiracy if I wanted to. I could do it very easily. But they don't want to engage. They would rather talk about reptiloids and Donald Trump misspelling words 
And the fact that they just punched up Pacer, and now they're up to almost 200,000 sealed indictments, which is twice as many indictments as there are deaths of COVID. Maybe the COVID deaths have, deaths have to catch up to the sealed indictments. Maybe that's what's really happening. They're just killing all the bad guys and calling it COVID. Ooh, let's think about that. Let's save the mole children. Let's tear down 5G towers. Let's just keep making up stuff to scare the shit out of ourselves. Let's complain about Pizzagate. Let's talk about how that guy was considered one of the 50 most powerful men in Washington, D.C. because a magazine put him in a list. It's all that kind of stuff. It's just staying away from having to actually uh, discuss and defend your beliefs with actual evidence and actual facts and to know that there is like a book out there that has evidence that has facts in it that you can go on the internet and you can research these things and see these things for yourself you can't you can't research reptiloids you can't research the grays you can't research the fantasies these people believe in because that allows free reign. That's That allows people to do these kinds of things. This is the kind of religious aesthetic. Aesthetic? I don't know. Totally lost there. Of QAnon is that you get to argue about things that cannot be confirmed by other human beings because it's entirely speculative. It's like early Christianity arguing what kind of divinity is Christ. And you can have those arguments until the end of time itself because you cannot have a winner or a loser on those issues. They're entirely theoretical. And it's all just a conversation about belief. It's a conversation about an idea, a concept, something not concrete, something ephemeral. And that is the land they want to live in because... Where you, when you live there, you can't be challenged. You can't be disproven. You can't be debunked. And while you're there, you can have an argument with someone for forever. But the moment someone brings up the fact that, oh yeah, by the way, adrenochrome is actually a unregulated legal chemical. You can buy it online for fifty-five bucks. Here's a link to the website. Order some tomorrow and enjoy. Become immortal. Go on the biggest psychedelic trip of your life. Even though, again, all it does is help blood coagulate a little bit faster. And I'm pretty sure drinking uh, blood coagulant is yucky, gross, bad. I've I read it. Someone did it. And uh, all they got out of it was a headache for a week that wouldn't go away. So, uh, no. Hard pass on the adrenochrome ingestion for the sake of LARPers needing to know the real truth about this mysterious chemical. Because they just want to dwell in horror world. They want to dwell in evil world. They create the art that scares them. Because it makes it safer and it makes it more realistic because they are allowed to scare each other. They are allowed to offend each other. Because when you do that, when you scare and you offend each other, you help bond each other together and you help direct 
hatred at the enemy. And that's what really matters. Because the more barbaric, the more terrible, the more evil the bad guys are, the more virtuous and honorable and noble the good guys are. So when you are fighting against the people that do the bad things, that makes you good. But when you fight against the people who murder children and drink their blood, that makes you angelic. That makes you a warrior of God. That makes you a digital soldier fighting the cold civil war on the internet trying to save everybody from really bad people doing really bad things. And it gets you a kick. It gets you that dopamine hit that you get to see that no good Travis view or that mean poker politics or that no good dapper gander. And you get to tell them that they are defending pedophiles, that they are defending murderers, they're defending the worst scum on God's green earth and one of these days they're going to have to renounce their beliefs they're going to have to bow down and accept that you're right and they're wrong because they're bad people or they're just idiots who've been duped by the media into believing the sick lies they preach but John Rivers totally meant it when she said that Obama was gay and, Mich and Michelle Obama was a man. Totally meant it. When Jeff Sessions says that Tommy Tupperville's a piece of shit and he can go fuck himself and he better debate Jeff Sessions right now or he doesn't have the balls you need to be a senator from the great state of Alabama, that's kayfabe. That's pro wrestling. That's just the rock cutting a promo on Stone Cold Steve Austin to hype up WrestleMania to just get all the rubes to buy tickets. They know. They understand the truth. And it's whatever the people above them in the QAnon pecking order tell them that truth is. No one thinks for themselves. No one is the free-thinking iconocast they believe themselves to be. They're just a group desperate for solidarity, desperate for camaraderie, looking for brotherhood somewhere and finding it online, finding it in this group of really angry people who are lost in this crazy world and now it's been made a hundred times crazier because we're dealing with this horrible virus plague of death coming for us all and I've been watching all my right-wing friends on Facebook melt down, just absolutely melt down over this. They're not even QAnon supporters, but they're just gone anyways. They're 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 getting close to getting red-pilled. Because, again, when you don't understand things, you look for answers. And when you look for answers on the Internet, you're actually looking for validation. You're looking for confirmation bias. You're looking for someone to tell you things are going to work out and that the people you don't like are going to pay because they did the bad thing. That's it. That's life in general. Wanting to hear that the bad people are going to pay for what they did. Marilyn Manson's going to burn in hell, and he's responsible for committing Columbine, and Ozzy Osbourne's a terrible human being, and he'll get what's coming to him when he dies. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, Hell is really vicious and cruel and mean. I could do a three-hour podcast about how much I hate the concept of hell and how just 
I don't know, bad it is. It makes God look not good. That was a wild digression off the path, but hey, that's what happens when I do these podcasts. You get a 30-minute stream of consciousness, and I'm here to give you that full half hour so that when you uh, drive to the local supermarket, stand in line, then get your groceries and get back home. By the time you get back home, you're done listening to me, and you've made it through it all. And I hope I made it slightly more entertaining, or at least a little interesting. But these people, they want it broken down for them. They want everything in just a very bite-sized, straightforward, easy-to-understand, unchallenging package. They want to laugh. They want to be happy. They want to be reassured that they are good people doing good things and that the art they see and accept and love is is approved of by God himself. And that the art they do not like is made by Satan and evil Moloch is warping the minds of terrible people or those people willfully gave their souls to Satan so that they could uh, publish books called Spirit Cooking and be monsters and be evil and bad. Marina Abramovich could not have asked for more publicity or press than these idiot QAnon freaks have given her, and it's hilarious. But again, they just keep falling. They just keep falling for it. They just keep falling for this dumb stuff over and over and over again because they're suckers. They're suckers, and they can't see it. And they let the higher up people in QAnon rip them off day in and day out with their time, their effort, their emotional energy, and probably for a lot of them, their money. It sucks. But that's our world. And we got to live in it, at least for another five months, and then, then things could get really fun. So that is Ye old Podcast uh, this Tuesday night into the Wednesday morning. Hope you all had a good time. I'll catch you all in a couple days. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.